the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. The uh, first live program of the new year because yesterday was, uh, well, it was a holiday for uh, our company and uh, I enjoyed the day off. And uh, so I have the privilege of welcoming my listeners in Columbus, Ohio on WRFD. AM 880 and 104.5 FM, but as we did last week, it is also my privilege to welcome the listeners to WTBN 570 and 910 AM in Tampa, Florida, as Bill Bunkley takes, I think, just one more day off. I believe Bill will be back with you folks in Tampa live tomorrow, but today... Well, we are once again simulcasting, and it is such a privilege to be your host. Uh, I hope you have a great New Year's. I really do. For all of us here in Ohio, go Bucks! What an incredible Rose Bowl. What? What? What an unbelievable Rose Bowl. I have... I ran out of nitroglycerin pills uh, somewhere well, about halfway through the uh, third quarter. Uh, but, of course, those of you in Tampa, you, uh, well, shall we say you had a little drama with one of your players over the weekend. And I'm, I'm, not, even, I'm not even going to, uh, to go into that. But uh, the last few days for football, college, and professional well, they have certainly been interesting. But seriously, hope you had wonderful, wonderful holidays as we begin a new year of broadcasting. Now, 
Walmart has received a, a great deal of criticism over so many Chinese products in their stores. And uh, I think in many cases that criticism has been warranted. Well, now China is actually threatening Walmart. Well, why would China threaten Walmart? I mean, last year, let me let me see if I've got a mark here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, last year, uh, yeah, uh, last year, Walmart sold. You ready for this? Eleven point four three billion dollars worth of Chinese merchandise. Yeah, Walmart sold eleven point four three billion dollars worth of Chinese merchandise here. In America, well, obviously, then, Walmart is quite a customer of Chinese goods. Why would the Chinese government be threatening them? Because Walmart, to their credit, has determined to stop selling products made in a certain province, the Xinjiang province in China, because of slave labor. The Uyghurs is a minority group of Muslims in China. Many of you are familiar with the Uyghur population. And uh, many world organizations have accused China of genocide. There are estimates of uh, between a half million to two to three million Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps, forced labor, Etc., etc., etc. The United States government just passed legislation uh, condemning the uh, slave labor of the Uyghur Muslims in China. And Walmart is, to my knowledge, now I could be wrong, uh, to my knowledge, the first major American retailer that has said, hey, we're not going to sell that stuff. Uh, We're not going to support it. We're not going to sell it. Uh, I wish companies like Nike and other American companies would follow suit. But anyway, this is a huge hit to the Chinese economy. $11.43 billion of Chinese goods. Well, get this. Let me read to you from the story. China's anti-corruption watchdog. Let that sink in. China's anti-corruption watchdog has threatened Walmart Incorporated with a consumer boycott, accusing the U.S. retail giant of, and I'm quoting, stupidity and short-sightedness over its removal of Xinjiang source products from its Sam's Club online app in response to the forced labor of religious minorities and the genocide of Uyghur Muslims. The uh, Chinese Communist Party's Central Commission for Discipline Inspection. <laughs> the uh, Yeah, let me read that again. The Chinese Communist Party's Central Commission for Discipline Inspection accused Walmart and its Sam's Club chain of boycotting products from the northwestern region of Xinjiang and trying to, and again, I'm quoting, muddle through 
the controversy by not responding to complaints or releasing a statement. Uh, Yeah. So good for Walmart. Good for Walmart. Uh, Is this going to bring about any change in uh, the Chinese government's treatment of these Muslim minorities? I doubt it. I doubt it. And here is the, the bizarre irony. We have the NBA talking about equality, equity. We got players like our own Ohio, LeBron James, talking about the unequal treatment of minorities. And yet they've got to know these athletes and companies like Nike and other companies that are you know, purchasing millions and, and billions of dollars worth of merchandise in China, they've got to know the working conditions. B- but they're, well, they're making too much money to really say anything about it or take any kind of stand. It... um well, it tells you a lot about consistency and the gross hypocrisy of uh, the sports industry, and I think it's absolutely proper to call it the sports industry. Yeah. So anyway, good for Walmart. Uh, how this is going to shake out, I don't know. How long they're going to continue to refuse selling products from the Xinjiang province? Don't know, but at least they've taken a public stand. Good for them. May their tribe increase. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I saw this headline a few days ago, and, uh, yeah, I was just really busy and didn't have an opportunity to read it and digest it until today. And I still find it quite interesting. I saw the headline on several Christian Christian and conservative news sites. Uh, the headline didn't read exactly the same, but very similar. This one reads, Evolutionary Science and Genetics Breakthroughs Show Adam and Eve are not incompatible with evolution. I thought, hmm, Really? Um, evolution and creation, Adam and Eve, are now compatible? Yeah. The story goes like this. Christian scientists, not the religion Christian scientists, scientists who are Christian, Christian scientists say that evolutionary science may very well be making space for Adam and Eve. Fox News' Tyler O'Neill reported O'Neill reported that scientists pointing to genetic breakthroughs insist 
that Adam and Eve may not necessarily contradict the theory of evolution. Uh, really? Yeah. Let, let me read that one sentence to you again. Christian scientists say the evolutionary that evolutionary science may very well be making space for Adam and Eve. Now, I don't want to sound like a smart aleck. I mean, it's serious. I, I don't. But we who are Christians and we who believe the Bible, we don't need anybody to make space for us. But there has been a desperate desire for many, many years of those in the Christian community to be accepted and admired by the secular community in the secular world. There is something in our human nature we'd like to be liked. And for such a long time, if you were a creationist, you believe Genesis 1, 2, and 3 happened just like the Bible says they happen. Seven days of creation, man created out of nothing. In fact, the universe created out of nothing, actually spoken into existence by an omnipotent God. Well, then you had evolution. Well, there was no God, just natural things. There was that big bang. And I'm not going to go into that, but I don't know whether you've ever thought about the big bang and if you ever if you ever talk to someone about the big bang you want to really throw them for a loop just ask them this question okay and what was before that and then watch the expression on their face yeah just and okay all right there was this mass the entire universe the gravitation was was so strong, it was just this tiny little ball, and it exploded. And okay, just say either where did where did that come from, or what was before that? And there's no answer. And is one of the cool things about being a Bible believing Christian. People may not like your answer, but you have an answer. Well, anyway, all right, all right, back back to evolution. We don't need God. It's all a natural process. There was the Big Bang, and then the universe was formed, and, and then the, the solar systems and planets and galaxies, and, and every once in a while there was a planet, and the, uh, the atmospheric things were just right, and out of the primordial mud and goo and ooh came a little one cell, but you know, and well, that's evolution. And then there's creation. God created. In the beginning was God. Uh, but but anyway, what I started to say, many Christians have a hard time being on the outside, because being humans, we we have this desire to be liked. So you have almost the entire scientific community saying, well, we came about through natural processes. We learned that from Darwin. 
we evolve from lower forms, and our ancestors are are apes and monkeys and lower life and, and so on. And many, many Christians have had a real hard time not being accepted by the culture, the society around them, and even the scientific community. And so some theologians came up with theistic evolution. Well, we don't want to be on the outside. We don't want people making fun of us because we believe in creation. So we'll say, okay, uh, yeah, we uh, okay, we we believe in in evolution, but you see, God started the whole process. He's the one that created that little one cell uh, being, and he started the whole process. So yeah, we can we we we, we there's there's scientific evidence for evolution, but but God started, it, and they called it theistic evolution. No, no. So here we here we have another attempt to erase the irreconcilable differences between creation and evolution. This is nothing new. We've got scientists who are beginning to get really squeamish because there is more and more and more and more scientific evidence that evolution just doesn't add up. There are so many, many, many unanswered questions about evolution. So we have secular scientists who are getting a little embarrassed because there is less and less evidence to prove evolution. And there is more and more and more evidence in favor of creation. So what we have is a group of secular scientists and a group of compromising Christians and theologians, and they're, they're kind of saying, well, well, let's stop fighting with each other, and let's just find common ground. And, and if you read the rest of the story, and I won't bore you with the rest of the story, the reasoning here is like science fiction, trying to make evolution and creation work together. They don't. They don't work together. I say it all the time. Don't ever be embarrassed because you believe the Bible. Don't ever be embarrassed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.